Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. When we last left our misfit trio, Mickey had agreed to help Jack and Scarlet seek out missing scientist Atticus Bell. But how will her plan unfold? Find out in part three of Ghosts from the Past. You'll do it. Why the hell not? And then you'll go back with Jack. I don't know. Let's just focus on one thing at a time. Let's head upstairs. I felt like I was back with the old Mickey again. It felt good. Really good. For the first time since being here, I felt like I finally had someone on my side. I felt unstoppable. Home sweet home. What's your plan? When I worked at the station, we had a machine we'd use to locate missing folks. All you needed was something connected to them, something they created or loved. It was somehow able to pick up on their essence. You're not actually sure how it worked. It seemed kind of like magic. We found a lot of people using it, though. They were very particular about its use. If it fell into the wrong hands, it could be very dangerous. I can imagine. How do we get it? That's the hard part. We're going to have to go to my old precinct. That place is swarming with black jackets. How do you suggest we do that? Lucky for us, I have yet to piss off any of the black jackets. I imagine I'm the only one of us without a target on me back? You're not wrong. Do you have anything that may give us a reading on Bell? A a tool, a piece of paper, anything? Let me check. Damn. No such luck? Of course not. Nothing can ever go my way. I, I... I must have lost it in the explosion. Not to worry. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, you look like you could use a little medical assistance. You're bleeding around your torso. Let me get my kit. Take off your shirt. My back's killing me. Oh, there. (sighs) Looks like you got some shrapnel in your back. Think it's from the explosion? That or my fall in the power plant. Wait. My fall. The force field. When the tube shattered, some pieces may have wedged themselves into my skin. Do you have any tweezers? Yeah, here in my kit. Let me see if I can extract any pieces. This may hurt a bit. Easy. Easy. (laughs) Are you always such a baby? Just get it over with. It's done. Oh. Uh, That wasn't so bad. Right. Eh. The pieces are small, but... We should still be able to use them to get a solid reading on your guy. Looks like you could use a few stitches. Maybe we should get you to the doctor. And there's no time for that. Can you just do it yourself? I'll do my best. You know, I've never been a fan of going to the doctor, but this memory thing, 
I couldn't figure it out. I've taken vitamins, slept more, drank more water. I was as healthy as ever, but my memory only seemed to be getting worse. I could no longer remember my childhood. I couldn't even remember what Limerick looked like without looking up a picture. I was hoping the doc would be able to help me figure it out. I knew it had been a while since I'd been to see the doctor, but this place looked completely different. The warmly painted walls were now grey. The comfortable chairs were now steel benches, and the sweet old receptionist was now a robot. You blink, and a building in this city changes. I was sure McQueen was behind it. Hello, patient. Do you have an appointment? Hello, uh, yes. Please state your name. Mickey Flynn? Calculating. Here we are. Mickey Flynn, aged 30 years, transferred from Limerick, Ireland. Sex, female. Work, stationed with the Neon City Police Department. Reason for visit? Memory loss. Is this correct? Eerily. Eerily does not compute. I will ask again. Mickey Flynn, aged 30 years, transferred from... Correct. Yes, correct. Wonderful. Please wait here. A nurse will be with you shortly. Thank you. Mickey Flynn, please follow me. The receptionist's head spun around to reveal a new face. She removed her receptionist's name tag and replaced it with a nurse's badge. It was unsettling, to say the least. I'll give it to Max. He's efficient. I followed the robotic nurse down the grey corridor into a room. The room was basic and only possessed the necessities. The pictures of smiling faces that used to adorn the walls were gone. I sat down on the always uncomfortable paper-covered lounge, and the line of questioning began. Mickey Flynn, the re- 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 reason for your visit is due to memory loss, cor- cor- correct? Correct. Any undue stress? No more than usual. Any chance of pregnancy? No. Brain function can change when a new life form is growing within you. Perhaps your form of contraception has failed you? I don't think so. What form of contraception do you use? I sleep with women. Processing, processing, processing. Oh, shite, I broke it. Contraception of choice? Homosexuality. I will take a note of this for the future. Okie dokie. I will now take a blood sample to assess any abnormalities. Please give me your hand. This will only hurt a bit. I will now process your results for any abnormalities. The doctor will be with you shortly to discuss your results. For your entertainment, you may enjoy an array of mag 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 magazine options located on the back of the door. Sure enough, the back of the door revealed about six different magazine options, all of which came from different organizations Max McQueen was a part of. I walked around the room instead. The fluorescent lights buzzed above me head. There were a few cabinets. I went to open them, but it seemed they were just for show because they didn't open. I sat down. I'm not sure how much time passed before I heard a knock on the door. Come in. The door opened to reveal a woman in a white lab coat. A real woman. 
I'd say she was in her late 30s, early 40s. Her hair was dark and curly with a few strands of grey. It was pulled back into a tight bun that rested on the top of her head. She wore glasses that, that seemed to slip down the bridge of her nose no matter how many attempts she made to push them back up. She looked tired. Really tired. But there was a genuine kindness behind those eyes. You can tell a lot about a person by looking into their eyes. She was holding a chart and she was, she was flipping through it. Hi there. I'm Dr. Zackham. You must be Mickey. That is correct. It's nice to meet you, Mickey. Likewise. So it says here you've been experiencing some memory loss. Yes. Can you describe the memory loss? Well, uh, I moved to Neon City about two years ago. And, well, uh, I can't seem to remember much before that. Have you been taking any drugs? Anything out of the ordinary? No. Nothing besides the occasional vitamin or sleeping pill. It says in your chart you're a police officer. Yeah. I didn't realize they still had humans working for them. Just a handful. Same here. I'm sure you've seen your fair share of awful things. Yeah, I suppose I have. Hazards of the trade. Maybe some things you'd like to forget? Look, Doc, what are you getting at? Mickey, when we tested your blood, we found an alarmingly high level of a drug called Vergodan. Are you familiar with it? No. It's known for its ability to slowly eat away at the memories of an individual. That is, if the person giving it to you cuts it with something else. In its purest form, it can be quite dangerous. We're still learning about this drug. It's pretty popular on the streets. Helps people forget how crappy everything can be. You think someone's been slipping this to me? Mickey, it would be understandable if you were taking these drugs as an escape. You can be honest with me. I'm not taking drugs. I swear. Look, I came here today looking for answers. You're a doctor. You're supposed to be helping me, not accusing me. I can't remember my family. My home. My life is disappearing. I'm sorry. It's just... We get a lot of folks coming in here looking for drugs. A lot of people have turned to pills to ignore what's going on out there. Sometimes we have to be firm to weed them out. If you're not taking them yourself, then my guess is that someone is slipping them to you. How would they do that? It can be slipped into your food. Most commonly, it can be mixed into drinks. Drinks? The pills can be ground down into a very fine powder. It's odorless and flavorless. You'd have no idea. What are the long-term effects? Like I said, we are still studying the drug. The good news is you'll start to regain most of your memories once you stop ingesting it. There's no concrete answer as to how long it will take to regain your memories. Many may remain fuzzy for some time. Well, okay. That's something. This is a lot to take in, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Thank you, Doctor. I think I should probably head out now. Sounds good. You stay safe, Mickey. Oh, and here's my card, in case you need anything, anything at all. Thank you. Oh, and Mickey. Yeah? If you happen to go looking, the pills are the size of an average adult pinky nail. They're a very dull yellow. They'll have the letters VDN carved into them. Right. My entire body was on fire. My mind was racing. There could only be one person doing this to me. Scarlet.
How's the sewed job look? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Picasso would be proud. <laughs> Good enough for me. How do you plan to smuggle the locator out of the precinct? Little Irish charm. You both stay here while I go. Absolutely not. It's too dangerous to go alone. It'll be more dangerous with this time-traveling man and the mistress of the underworld tagging along. Won't the place be swarming with black jackets? No. The black jackets tend to stick to the streets. McQueen's robots run all the precincts. I'm not okay with you going alone. Uh, maybe a disguise. It worked when I broke into the power plant. I'm sure to work again. Who will we disguise you as? I'll be your, uh, cousin. Here for a visit. We'll say you left something behind when you left, and you thought you'd give me a tour of your old stomping grounds at the same time. Let's hear the old dialect, huh? This ought to be good. Um, okay, um, well, uh, the, uh, the leprechauns stole me pot of gold. Luck of the Irish. Hardy har har. (laughs) Oh, shite. They're gonna murder us. That bad? Well, maybe you're my mute cousin. My my very, very mute cousin. Here goes nothing. Mickey and Jack are about to head straight into dangerous territory. Will they locate the locator? Or will their mission end before it even begins? Find out next time on Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an Evil Kitten production. Please visit us online at evilkittenproductions.com. Did you know we also have a Patreon? Become a patron today and gain access to amazing tiers and rewards that fit almost any budget. We'd like to thank our current patrons, Laurie Snyder, Suzanne Craig, Brett Fleming, Mike Troop, Byron Veerling, Alex of Audio Drama Rama, Destry Cloud, Mike Callahan, Jude and Keith of Kalo Zan, Janan and Sarah of Saffron and Perry, Joyetta Sarka, and Austin Beach of Audio Oblivious Productions. The episode, The Case of Ghosts from the Past, was written by Amanda Foreman and directed by Sarah Sarka. Theme song is done by Daniel Carl, with additional music by Kevin McLeod and Dr. Saxlove. Jack Tracer was played by Will Snyder. Mickey Flynn was played by Amanda Foreman. Scarlet was played by Rachel Craig. Dr. Zeckham was played by Sonia Goldberg. Reception Bot was played by Sarah Sarka. Nurse Bot was played by Haley Oldham. And narration was done by John Patrick Wenzel. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer and at Evil Kitten Pods. Finally, please consider giving us a rating and review on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. We would love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.